I'm single right now. I'm wearing my crown. I'm walking in purpose. God got me now. I'm single right now. I'm wearing my crown. I'm walking in purpose. God got me now. Hey, hey guys, it's Ray and T. And you're tuned in to Single Lives Matter. And guess what, y'all? We back. And we better. And we got Janae with us, our goddess. Hey. Hey, y'all. <laughs> y'all, so we just chilling in the car. And we just having a really deep conversation right now. So we was like, let's share with you all, right? So, Tiana, what's our question? The question of today is... When you're in a relationship or courting um, or dating, do you unload all of your baggage at once? Or how do you go about doing it? For lack of a better word, is there, um, is there a possibility there that you could be... Unloading. Unloading or being... I call it being transparent. I don't think I'm unloading too much. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I don't think... Tiana says um, that I'm too transparent, but I just like to let everybody know what's going on up front. Like, Tiana believes you got to kind of ease it on them. You can't just drop everything at once. <sighs> is that he, correct? Yes. Okay. If he like, like boom, it's it, all of me. I feel like either he's going to like it or he's not going to like it. Period. But if you don't know too much at one time. Girl, that's a lot to take in. Right. If you dump everything on me at one time, girl, I might shut I'm going to be, right, I'm going to be like, you know what? I need space. Uh, I need time to process yeah. all of this. But if you yeah. give me a little here, and I'm like, okay, that's who you are? Okay. And a little somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just piece by piece, and then I'm gradually learning who you are. And it gives my mind time to process it all. And not be overwhelmed. Because if you come with too much, too much stuff, I might be like, mm-mm, it ain't going to work. Yeah, I agree. Oh. Mm. I feel like everybody's different, though. Really, because when, I'm not going to lie, when we have new, we've had, a, we went through a couple of, couple of new people at my job. And I said, this is me. This is what I like, and this is what I dislike. Don't touch my stuff. And sometimes... I could be a little straightforward. People mistake it as an attitude, but I'm just blunt. I'm working on it. And that's that. Either you like it or you don't like it. And some people appreciate it, and some people say I'm I'm mean. But I'm not. I'm just letting you know this is me. So later on, when you get to know me later on, and we talk and we get deeper in our relationship, you know, oh, she told me this already. This is her. Yeah, I think I don't know cuz I'm I'm mixed about that. So, I like people to be very direct and blunt with me, but when I give information to others, I'm like very gentle, very cautious. Um just cuz I know people take things in in different ways, but I feel like when it comes to a relationship, like I want I want people to tell me little by little so I have the time to process them. Because if you give me too much information, I'm only probably going to process part of it and not all of it. Then I'm going to be like, oh, why you didn't tell me this? And they're like, oh, I did, but you didn't. Were you not listening or whatever? So I feel like I need 
little by little to like actually grasp everything and then recognize, okay, is this something that I do want to, you know, deal with or do I need to move on? But I I like to give out bullet points because people are going to only remember stuff that stands out to them. So if I say that I'm blunt, I hope you remember that because if not, you're going to see it through conversation. You have no choice but to see it. Or if I say, don't touch my stuff without asking. If you touch my stuff and I slap your hand, you're going to know why. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying, like, it's just... Well, I think that's a part of boundaries. How so? That's not... Like, you... Say it again, what you were saying. So if somebody touched my stuff, I'm going to slap their hands. And that's revealing who you are? Yeah, because I, well, I told them in the beginning, I don't like when people touch my stuff. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that is a boundary. That, that's a boundary, though. That you, like, set up from the, I mean, that is still, from the get-go. That is, still from, that is still a part of revealing who you are, but... Um, so that can be a part that you unload. Okay, these are my boundaries. Draw the line. And then mm. they can continue to learn who you are. And, I mean, they will experience, oh, I didn't cross the boundary. That's They're learning that part of you. Okay, so now when you said that... Now, like, when we're talking about boundaries, I do feel like that is something that I just got to lay them all out, like, yeah. just for you. Like, no, boundaries, yeah. like, I can't give you piece by piece because you're just going to feel like, oh, every time I do something, you know, you Janae telling me something, telling else. Me something yeah. else and, you know, I can never make her happy, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like, yeah, like, something like that, like, boundaries, like, I just need to let you know mm-hmm. what they are up front so you can decide, is this something that I really want to deal with or, you know, is this too much? Is she too straight? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's things can be laid out all at once, but like maybe in categories, kind of. Categories? Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, great conversation. I just wrote like out all of my boundaries for the first time ever. Like I never really. Because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. And so, um, I was kind of like, I was like literally on Google, y'all. I was like, how do you set boundaries? Because I never like learned how to do that. Um, and so I. Have I ever read the book Boundaries? I forget who it's about. I started reading Boundaries in Dating. Um. Yes. Uh, but I haven't finished it yet. And you see how that the book series is it's like boundaries and dating, boundaries and something else. It's like boundaries. And marriage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have seen those. Um, but like when I started writing my I set like separate categories, like, okay, these are my spiritual boundaries, these are boundaries uh for communication, these are boundaries, uh like physical boundaries. And so I had a map in my head of okay, this is what number one, what I expect out of myself mm. and this is all also, um, the guidelines for how someone else should should treat me as well. Oh, that's fair. That's something that I'm definitely working on. Um, boundaries, because I feel like I said I feel like I set boundaries for myself too as well. And when I cross those boundaries, I see myself getting so frustrated because I didn't do what I had set for myself. Mm-hmm. So then. That creates another problem. But as far as relationships, oh no, you cross that boundary, you got some real issues. Yeah. 
And but by you setting those boundaries for yourself, if you if you don't set boundaries for yourself, and somebody else crosses the boundary you set for them, you gonna let anything slide. Right. Yeah. Because you not even following the boundaries that you have set for yourself, so that makes another problem. Right. Oh, I said I would never let somebody do this to me, but because I allowed him to persuade me, then. He crossed his bond, huh? Like, like you, like you didn't think your boundaries were good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's also another reason why I feel like, well, like recently I felt like it was so important for me to write down my boundaries because I've been talking, um, you know, and like the young girls that I counsel, I'm like, you know, you say that you will never do this or you say that you, you know, value yourself this way, but you you allow a little bit of this to slide and then you keep pushing your boundary further, further mm-hmm. back until you've done crossed the line and now you wonder how I got here because this supposedly was my boundary. But when mm-hmm. you let things like slide over and over, it's like, okay, well, where was your boundary? So I I think that's why it was so important for me to like actually write down like okay this is the line there's nothing past this like we're not even gonna talk about it we ain't gonna cross it like that's it um yes it kind of makes me think of like just like um how are you talking about courting earlier what we allowed during courting Mm -hmm. as far as and i was like do do hugs count is that a no because yeah. a hug could be something intimate. You don't know what a hug it could be. It depends on what your boundary yeah, Right, it depends on the are. person, yeah. Exactly. The person, too, or how the conversation went. I mean, a hug could be something that's comforting, like if you're crying or, or upset, too, as well. But it can mean a bunch of different things depending on the scenario. But it just depends on... I mean, it also depends on the person. Would a hug be too much for you? Can you not control yourself? Yeah. It depends on how much you like the person, too. Because if you really like them, (laughs) a hug could do a lot. It'll be like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) A hug, then he lean in for a kiss, and then he like, whoop, I'm pregnant. Wait a minute. (laughs) You you need some boundaries with yourself as far as (laughs) self-control. Well, thank God. That's why I'm not dating right now. So, because <laughs> I'm working on my boundaries. <laughs> yes. So, so transparency. So, what is enough transparency then? If what we said, we talked about too transparent. What's enough transparent? Like, what can he know? Other than your boundaries. Well, I think it depends. So first you must know, um, okay, first of all, if you're courting or dating, you got to know that this is someone that you plan on spending the rest of your life with. This ain't somebody you're just playing games with. And you're, yeah. Well, if you're courting, first of all, you just getting to know him. So you don't know that's who you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Oh, yeah, you guys are getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Because then again, know your stages, wouldn't you? That's the time to be transparent, right? Doing what? To get to know. Um, I think not there's a balance to that. Yeah, yeah, because, like, if I'm, I'm just gonna still getting... I'm not going to share with you my deep, dark secrets if I'm just getting another Right, one. yeah. You don't need to know that. We have to share the secrets, but you could be like, 
I can tell you about like who I am and you know what I enjoy doing, yeah. what I plan to do in the future, what are my five year, ten year goals maybe. It just depends on who the person is. Oh, right. then I'm starting and to I'm realize some of my issues in my past relationship. <laughs> now if I if I don't feel like invested in you, then I won't share those goals to you because I don't know, I'm one Well then I'm, you don't even be talking to them. <laughs> Right, yeah, I think that part comes naturally. Like, if you just know that you don't like them, you don't feel them like that. I feel like you're not gonna, you're not gonna share, unless you're like really hungry for attention or companionship, right. which happens. Well, if that's the case, a lot of times people don't even be really communicating. They do you believe? Really no, they don't. But do you do you believe there's this thing that people say? Women in particular, they say women know if they really like you within the first ten minutes of getting to know you. I feel like that's I feel like that's true to a certain extent. I honestly do, cause sometimes and the sad part about it is because sometimes I let my flesh get the best of me. I will entertain your stupidity until I get fed up and I just be like, I'm done. I literally was just talking to a person and. He asked me to send a picture. Granted, okay, mind you, we live in the same state. Okay, he lived in New Orleans. I live in the Baton Rouge vicinity. And I told him where I lived, and he asked me to send a picture. And I was like, why do I need to send a picture? He's like, that's normal. Um, I didn't think it was a big deal. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't think that's normal because if somebody wants to see me, they're going to take me out on a date. And he turned around and told me, oh, um, I don't... I don't think I'll be able to do that because we live in two different states. And I was like, boy, you stupid. Yes. I'm like, okay, you just ignorant. That's that's dying. It's just like, I'm like, and I knew the moment that he slid in my DMs, I was like, this probably not gonna go nowhere. But let me just see. Let me let me just see just in case, you know, Jesus using alternative methods now. And I guess that's what's wrong with my boundaries. Cause I probably I could just tell I could tell even because I I just could tell I didn't even have a conversation with him. It's just something, you know how you set tone. You can look at just certain stuff that people post, and you'll be like, they just okay. foolish, yeah. or are they just being funny at this moment? What are, what are they really like? So that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I I really think it's very um, important to set tone. If I didn't learn nothing from my daddy, he always said, watch people from a distance and look at their demeanor. How you present yourself is how people are going to perceive you. Mm-hmm. So I always try to present myself how I want to be perceived. You're not going to be looking at me thinking that, you know, I'm just anybody. You could talk to me any kind of way because that's not right. what's going to happen. Yes, I may laugh and joke sometimes, but you not we not gonna be laughing about everything. <laughs> we not. <laughs> we not. But that's my tone. That's the tone that I set. Yeah. Like Tiana, for example, her tone looked like, Don't play with me. I'm not to be played with and I'm not the one. <laughs> but she's really nice when you get to know her. Surprisingly, they actually think that she's, she's the more approachable one than me. I thought I looked the nicest. So. I am a possible. Just don't play with me. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. I am approachable, but don't play with me. <laughs> okay. 
My kindness is not meant to be taken for weakness. Come on. That's mm. a word. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, but yeah. So, unload. Is that your gem of the week? Because we never did that. Oh. What is my gem of the week? Unload. Hmm. We hiding the pause. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that if you if you pack lightly, then it's easier to unload. If you come with a lot of baggage to the relationship, then that's why it seems like you're dumping the load on someone. Mm-hmm. So my transparency is a load. Not, and that's what I want to say, not uh, if you've healed. If you've healed, then you just being transparent about, you know, hey, Things that have this is where I've been, but I'm good. But if you ain't healed and you then it's care, a load. right, then it's a load in the burden. That's when it seems like you're dumping a whole lot. Uh, if now, if you're just, you know, being transparent and showing who you are and how you've grown as a person and how you've healed, then it's not necessarily a load, when you're mm-hmm. being transparent. Because they can see the growth and how far you've come. And it's almost like, okay, here's where I am now. And hopefully that person can see it as, okay, I see how you know how far you've come. I see the, the boundaries you might have before that. And let me see how I can make you better, how I can grow you um, based upon where you've been, how I can get you even further. Uh. That's And that's how you'll know if that person you're courting or dating is the one that you're supposed to be with, if they're actually putting effort towards making you better. If you're unloading and um, that person isn't using that, you know, to propel you and move you forward, then that might not be the one. Okay. And that's the gym, (laughs) y'all. I wasn't ready for that, T. That's a good. That's a something else that I've been wanting to talk about. Relationship goals. What are the goals you have going into the relationship? What do you expect to come out of that relationship? And that is something that we definitely have. A to lot talk. of people go into relationships with not even goals. No goals. Just yeah, wanting no to goals. be together with somebody. No outcome. <laughs> yeah, the relationship goal. Maybe a couple kids. That's the outcome. And some cute pictures for the gram. Right. Basically. We're taking trips. Can't sustain you, right? So that I feel like that would be my challenge for myself. Um, is to write down at least three goals I expect to have in a relationship, whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship. What do I expect to come from that? I think, um, I don't know, just off the top of my head, three goals that I would think of your finances have to be in order for your friends, too. Oh, no, we're talking about relationships. Like, romantic relationships? No, like, potential husband. Okay. Yeah. Relationship. Finances? Finances need to be in order because we got to have some type of managing skills because we're not about to be living frivolously and we are about to be wealthy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be a millionaire, okay? Okay. And not just so we can, you know, haul the money, out. but right. no, so we can. Be a blessing to others. So you have to. So you have to 
Have your finances in order. You have to be willing. To, you willing. You have to have a willing heart to build the kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you don't have yeah. that, then it's not gonna work because that's my vision. That's my purpose. And if our purpose doesn't align, then we Ooh. won't be satisfied. Because I'll be trying to go one direction, and you trying to pull me another direction, and I can't submit to something that I can't see. Right. So finances, kingdom builder, um, and family oriented. I think. Um, but family is important to me. So if you um, value family, she not lying about that. Cause <laughs> I be at home when she be at the family functions. <laughs> but I do love my family. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all get break sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's me. She need to break all the time for family. No, I've been going a lot more mm-hmm. as of lately. I have been going more. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do better. See, I'm working on that. I am working. Well, husband, I I don't need you to be working on that. I need you to have it to already because. <laughs> I don't want to have to be dragging the kids around and everything. And, but yeah, that's me. He working? No. He needs right. to be right here. Mm-hmm. It's okay to work, but there has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be looking for you on the job 24-7. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bring your butt home. Is that he like to work? <laughs> that that might be okay. You know, that's that's okay. And it's okay to be ambitious if we're doing... But it ha- it has to be a healthy balance. It can't always be. Yes, we are going to be wealthy, but it there has to be a balance between work and play. Between work, family, and God. <laughs> no play. <laughs> <laughs> no play is mixed in all of that. Yeah, I mean you can have fun about doing it. What about you, Janae? What are your goals? Um, definitely someone who's serving and like connected to a good like. Christian community because I know for me like that's just so important when I got in community with like some other believers like my life really began to change like people who were able to hold me accountable Mm -hmm. to like my goals and stuff like I could say I'm out here trying to you know love Jesus and grow in Christ but if I don't have nobody holding me accountable who knows I could really just be sitting in the same space um so definitely someone who is just connected um that's one thing um, another thing that it kind of ties into what Tiana was saying just about, um, like having a purpose that aligns. And so, um, my purpose, you know, has a lot to do with like kids and like, you know, um, guys really just giving me this vision of being like a spiritual mother to kids. And so like, if you can't be a spiritual father, like what's that going to look like if I'm your spiritual mother, but my husband is just out here doing his own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's just really important to me too. Um, and the third thing, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Probably, I mean, I would say, probably say like family oriented and just, just someone who can, I love people who can dream with me, like mm-hmm. who I can like, who's not over pessimistic or over like realist. Like I got some big dreams, some like God sized dreams and I just need you to be here with me and dream with me sometimes. Right. Um, right. So yeah. He said childlike faith. Yeah, right. I'm be like, well, I don't know how we gonna afford Listen, This is what Jesus said. This is what we doing. Because a lot of people are afraid to dream based upon, you know, what their parents have maybe told them that you can never do oh, you won't do that. Nobody in our family has done that. Yeah. But maybe they haven't had um a mother and a father in their life to encourage them to dream or to push them forward. So here you come with your big dreams and they looking like girl, chill out. Right. And I'm trying to do too much. You need to get it together. 
Yeah. Cause these dreams are gonna be accomplished. Either way. Mm-hmm. I hate a dream crusher. Mm-hmm. It's not. Some people don't even intentionally mean to crush dreams. They just don't have the capacity to just think that big. Yeah. Um. Mm. Well. Child, my guy said he can do exceedingly and abundantly more okay. than I could ever think or imagine. So I'm gonna give him. He knows the desires are on my heart, and I'm gonna just let him go wild with those with uh, those desires. Okay. Lord, have your way. I feel like y'all teaching me more than anything right now while I sip on this Moroccan mint tea. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I have some reevaluating to do. Because I was, I was just thinking the other day, um, somebody asked me, what do I want for myself out of a relationship emotion? I mean, yeah, what do I want for myself out of a relationship? And I said faith, but there's... Of course, that's the foundation. You want faith out of a relationship? Um, a person that is in the way that's not just faith in general, but a person that believes in Christ. I don't, I don't see myself having anything. I mean, being with somebody that is a non-believer. So basically, so you want the individual. They, the individual must have faith to be in, in a relationship with you. Yes. Okay. But that was the only thing I could say. I couldn't say what else that I wanted out of the relationship. Because I never really said... Because I, all I know is, if you don't have God, I don't. Can, I can't see anything else going forward. Because if you're not aligned with Christ, then there's no purpose. Yeah. So, um, but I couldn't think of what else I wanted out of a relationship other than that. Because I never sat down and just truly thought about that so that's something that I'm working on along with being able to um set boundaries and um maintain healthy relationships because I've noticed that sometimes things can get a little chaotic because I don't set those boundaries so that is definitely something that I'm working on so until I'm able to set those boundaries to be able to think clearly for myself then, you know, I kind of don't know what I want. So that is something definitely that I'm working on. In all transparency, is that too much for y'all? <laughs> uh, I'm just being fair because there, I, I know that there are some people out there that are probably thinking right now, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Because we just see everything. We see stuff on social media or we, yeah, it's really the media that gets to us. That's the devil. My daddy always said the TV is a one-eyed monster. He ain't lying. (laughs) Even the phone, one-eyed monster, okay? So it's just like you see all these things that culture tells us, um, but what about what the kingdom tells us? So that is what I'm learning along my single journey. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning about what God has told me. Yeah, I think that's a good point because, like, when you really kind of sit down and say, like, well, what do I really want? Like, your intentions and your motives get revealed. And you're like, oh, maybe yeah. I'm looking for some really shallow stuff. Like, am yeah, I really... selfish it was. Right. Like, am, really want, am I like, really, like, out here being, like, super it? narcissistic? Am I really ready to serve and mm-hmm. submit to somebody else? Or do I just want some cute me? pictures, right, right. Instagram? Exactly. So that is something that definitely needs to, um, that's something, y'all, that I'm working on. 
and y'all just um, confirmed. Right. Y'all confirmed <laughs> that there's something that I really need to work on. <laughs> but you know, it's all good. The first part is admitting. So I just admitted to the whole world okay. that I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. God can't heal what you don't reveal. reveal. Okay. Right. And I think that's like a lot of times we we like we were talking about earlier, we hide stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't um we don't show what really is going off. So, you know. And that's a part of baggage. Yeah. You need to unload that before finding anyone. That's what I'm trying to do. Cause I don't want my I don't want my man to be on full. I don't want to drain him. That's what I'm not gonna do. Cause then who gonna carry us? We both gonna be burnt out. Yeah. Then I'm gonna really need God. Then. <laughs> not saying I don't need you now, Father, but you know, it's gonna be. Y'all might have your work cut out for you. <laughs> he already got his work cut out. Hey now. With each of us. Too. Honestly, I'd be like, Jesus, you still here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a girl you out. still there. Right. He asking, are you still here? Honestly. <laughs> are you still with me? Or have you left? Because I've been here. Right, just That's waiting. Honestly. Just waiting, just waiting. I'm waiting for you to get it together. <laughs> I'm telling you, let me help you. I know he'd be laughing at us. like, mm-hmm. Girl, then I just... Go ahead and do it yourself. All right. All right. Go ahead. You know what I hate? I hate when, like, God be using myself to speak to myself. Like, so say if I'm, like, counseling a student or something, I'd be telling them the same thing. God be trying to tell me. And I'm like, okay, Jesus, you ain't have to do all this to t- let literally... me know. You could have told me in private. You had to just call me out in front of one of my own kids. You like, oh. Right. I'm like, oh, is this for me, Jesus? I literally just did that because I was talking about how, <clears throat> I ain't going to say their names, some people procrastinate to do stuff, and I was like, just do it now. You have the opportunity to do it now. And I was on the phone talking to my friend. I was like, why can't they just do it now? It frustrates me. And then I said, oh, man, I need to be doing it now. <laughs> and she said, I'm glad you said it. I wasn't going to say nothing. I'm glad you said it, though. <laughs> She said, I was about to tell you, but you figured it out on your own. And I'm like, oh, man, so I got some work to do. I need to go study when I get home. <laughs> but, yes. So, I want to just thank Janae for coming on this episode. Of course, anytime. Yes, girl. We're going to have to do a Zoom call, FaceTime, right, whatever. Sorry. Right. And, as always, peace. Love and happiness. Bye, y'all.